30-year-old Miguel Tucker grew up in Columbus, in the South Linden neighborhood. As a kid, he spent a lot of time around negative influences. I was in the streets, like most kids. You know, I grew up, I seen everybody selling drugs, making good money, and that's the lifestyle I wanted to live. Having money meant getting ahead, and it was essential to survival in the neighborhood. Miguel knew money was important. What you had to do to get it mattered less. But this all changed after a few tragic years. A few years of traumatic experiences. My cousin was killed in my house. That uh, Some of my people tried to come rob me and kill him. My dad died the next year, and then my nephew was killed by the police in 2016. And that right there just told me, like, there's more in life worth living for. Miguel needed to break this cycle of violence to find a way to make money without resorting to crime. And just made me just start taking my last nephew and really getting him under my wing to do something legal and understand the importance of building wealth and assets, doing it the legal way. He had an idea of how to turn his life around, an example of someone very close to him who worked hard in the building trades and made decent pay. This person was his mom, Joyce Steele. The funny story is I, I kind of knew about the trades. I used to ride downtown with my mom. She used to be like, I put that glass in that. I'd be like, what? She's like, I built something, 60 floors in the sky. I'm looking like, you was up there building. See, my mom is a, the first African-American iron worker, female, in the state of Ohio. And she tried to teach me how to do electricity when I was 10 years old. And I'm like, I'm not about to do no electricity. I'm not about to wire nobody's house up. 20 years later, look at me. 20 years later, Miguel realized he did want to get into the construction trades. The problem was, he didn't have the skills to enter an apprenticeship or a building trades program. We've talked about apprenticeships before, how they're called the other four-year degree, where you earn as you learn, and there's a job at the end. These are careers that pay well and are in demand, especially at a time when 70% of construction companies nationwide are struggling to fill vacant positions. But you still have to qualify to enter into the field. Today on Rivet, what happens when you know what you want to do, but you lack the specific skills to take that first step? To enter a union apprenticeship, you need to pass an entrance exam that covers a variety of subjects like math, reading comprehension, mechanical aptitude, and vocabulary. You also need a high school diploma. Even for non-union jobs, putting in the work to earn certificates is required. Since some people can't meet these qualifications, jobs continue to go unfilled. That means those who want into the trades but don't have the essential skills are turned away. Impact Community Action is one organization working to change all that. They're using a two-pronged approach to train underserved individuals to enter into the construction trades. Leland Bass works for Impact. He heard about the need for workers from local construction businesses. And he noticed that potential workers didn't know construction basics. There isn't a avenue for young people to learn these type of skills. So in the past, you might have had a class in school, you might have had woodshop or, or some other class that was similar to that, or you could go to the career center and take that as, a, as an option, and that's not happening anymore. Those programs aren't in schools, or, or either individuals aren't aware of them, they're not taking advantage of that. So what we end up seeing is there are people that may be interested in that line of work, but have never picked up tools before. 
So to prepare folks for these jobs, Leland created IMPACT's VTAC program. That stands for Vocational Training and Certification. VTAC is a new program, and Leland says he wanted to prepare people for long-term employment in the shortest time possible. My goal was to have a training program for the jobs of the future or for where the most opportunities were for people to earn a good amount of money with, a, I won't say a minimum amount of training, but in a short, a short period of time. Because we know if you're struggling to pay your bills, you don't have a year or six months to get some training to go to work. You know, you need to be able to get out there and provide for your family as soon as possible. VTAC isn't union affiliated. The classes are taught by certified workers in the National Skilled Trades Network. When you've completed the program, you get a certificate that allows you to work anywhere in the United States. So on the one hand, IMPACT runs a non-union-based program, VTAC, and on the other hand, they're organizing a union-affiliated program called Building Futures. This program was created through a partnership between Franklin County and local trade unions. It prepares those on public assistance for entry into apprenticeships. Dorsey Hager, the head of the Columbus Building Trades, came up with the idea for Building Futures. He noticed union contractors were turning down jobs because they didn't have enough workers. He thought, what if they developed a one-stop pre-apprenticeship program that introduced students to all union trades and trained them to enter directly into apprenticeships? There are several of our local unions that do pre-apprenticeship programs, but they do them individually just for their trade. My thinking was this, a multi-craft, multi-trade pre-apprenticeship program where an individual could come in if there was barriers that were keeping them out of an apprenticeship program or being successful in an apprenticeship program, we could work with them, but they're exposed to every trade so they understand what a plumber does, they understand what an electrician does, they understand what an insulator does, an operating engineer, they understand all that. And then if their testing takes them that way, they can apply for any trade they want. It would be one portal into any local union that they have the adaptability to get into and that they also have the passion to get into. I visited an electrical union hall where Building Futures students took their 12-week course. Not only do they brush up on math and literacy skills, they also get a chance to handle tools. Saws, drills, hammers, you name it. Some of these trainees had never even used a tape measure before. Leland Bass thinks of both of these routes as essential. When someone comes to impact with an interest in the building trades, depending on their circumstance, they could take either or both paths to get where they want to be. He says that together, these two programs will serve as many people as possible. When an individual comes in, usually they come in and they say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in, in, in the training that you guys offer. They, they don't really differentiate which one it is. And so when we sit down and we kind of explain the different routes, the different programs, uh, and, and what they entail, that kind of helps them to kind of decide which one may fit best. So building futures is a little bit more difficult to get into. Um, and so sometimes if someone's interested in building futures, uh, but they aren't quite there yet, they don't have all the qualifications, going through VTAC helps them build their qualifications and gives them time to kind of get, uh, say they need a high school diploma. For VTAC, you don't need one. For building futures, you do. You can go through VTAC, still build up on your skills, get that support from a case manager, and get your high school diploma or GED and then transition into building future. So we try to make sure that all of our programs kind of wrap around each other and are used to make sure that the participant is getting the best out of it. Miguel, for example, took advantage of both VTAC and building futures. 
Impact is a great community resource for people who need help. And I took one of their VTAC programs previously, and they told me about building futures, how it's supposed to be better and get you into the union. And I jumped head first into it and brought my nephew along with me. Both programs can coexist since the demand is so high. But I wanted to know if there was a major difference between the union and non-union route. I sat down and spoke with Howard Williams, who helps run the National Skilled Trades Network and teaches VTech classes. He says the non-union certification program is useful because it includes those who have been left out in the past. Howard mentions that unions often have the reputation of a good old boys network, closed off to some workers. Here's the, the dilemma, and I'm going to be frank, but the unions have become a good old boys network. Their nephews are going to be taken care of. Their, their daughter's husband's going to be taken care of. And only the people within that group are going to be taken care of. To Howard's point, historically, unions haven't been the most inclusive. Before the civil rights movement, trade unions were largely organized by white workers who intentionally excluded blacks and other minorities. Several court cases during the 1960s paved the way to ban discrimination in employment and unions because of race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. Still, some of these structural imbalances linger, and this perception of a good old boys network hurts union recruitment of minority workers. Even Miguel first thought joining the union was out of his reach, but he sees Building Futures doing the work to grow a more diverse workforce. I was already headed into the construction trades, I just didn't know how. I didn't know the angles, I didn't know nobody to put me into it. So Building Futures is actually bridging the gap that a lot of people and minorities have. Because a lot of construction is, they call it a brother and a friend. They get their brother and their friends on before anybody else from the outside. So by distance certain people into it, now they had a chance to bring their brother and their friend. Like I brought my nephew and my other nephew that's graduating today. And Miguel is developing his own network of construction workers by bringing his nephew Jaden into the Building Futures fold. Jaden graduated the program this past fall, and Miguel came back to speak at his graduation. That's my guy, Mr. Dale. Let me help you out. Dorsey Hager says the Columbus Building Trades does recognize the need to diversify its workers. He's hoping the Building Futures program will help. 22% uh, are minorities, so is it as good as we want it to be? Probably not. It could be a little bit better, but it, it's not as bad as I think is laid out by a lot of people who aren't close to the building trades, and we're constantly doing better to work for the diversification of our programs, so building futures is going to help that. Since both the VTAC and the building futures program started, more and more folks are going to impact to find jobs in the building trades. As Leland notes, there are more people interested than they can enroll in the programs. For building futures, um, we took 15 people in this class. I had 163 people apply. Um, for VTAC, we got 25 people in that class. I had 95 people apply. So um, we, we see now that we have something, and now it's just trying to grow it to meet that demand. And these programs are making a big difference in people's lives. I asked Miguel where he'd be without Building Futures. <laughs> Who knows? It definitely opened up my eyes and shed some light into my life. When I talked to Miguel, he was in his first year as a union carpenter and spending his nights taking college classes, just like his mom hoped he would. I worked 7 to 
go to school from four to eight from business management at Columbus State. And then I go organize my free time and take care of kids while trying to flip my first house. Like now I know how to work on my own house. I don't have to pay people to do things that's simple. And it's so simple to learn it once you get the right training. And that's what these kids is missing. They're missing people to look out, mentor them, and teach them how to, you know, you don't got to be in the streets to make good money. Leland says the programs go beyond helping individual workers and have a broader impact on neighborhoods. Now, as far as working with communities, what we're seeing now is we're seeing individuals that are coming from chronic, chronic poverty. There's issues that go back generations. And what we're seeing is and hoping for is that these opportunities that we're providing gives them a chance to break that. When they can go back to the people that they grew up with or the younger people that are in their neighborhood that looked up to them and say, hey, you know, I turned this around. I'm doing this the right way. I'm still making good money. I can take care of my family and I don't have to worry about getting locked up. Um, that is something that benefits everyone. That is why it's so great to every day see these young people coming in saying, hey, I heard about this program and I want to sign up for it. And Miguel did go back to the community. Bringing his nephew, Jaden, into the program is another part of the giving back. And his nephew, Jaden, he's doing pretty well. My nephew makes $15, $16 fresh out of high school. He hasn't complained yet. And he's not in the streets. And he goes to work every day, goes to class. You know, he's thinking about buying houses. This is a lot of things that kids at 19, 20 years old are not even thinking about. So if I, Franklin County, Impact, Building Futures, can get these kids out the streets and into this program, I think we can help start some of the better community for ourselves. These programs hope individuals will pay it forward and show their communities that working in the building trades provides financial security and hope for a better life. By erasing the barriers of lack of knowledge and access, VTAC and Building Futures are training a new workforce and empowering communities. You've been listening to Rivet, a podcast series that matches people and skills to in-demand jobs. Rivet is produced by WOSU Public Media as part of American Graduate Getting to Work national initiative supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We want to hear your story. Visit us at wosu.org rivet or email us at rivet at wosu.org. Rivet is written and produced by me, Letizia Wiggins, and edited by Michael DeBonis. Thanks for joining our very first season of this podcast. We're working hard on another season coming in 2019 with new stories and new jobs. If you've enjoyed these episodes, please spread the word. Share your favorite episode on social media and rate us on iTunes. Until then, get back to work.